Hey there, snack fiends. This episode of Black Nerd Radio is sponsored by YummyYeti.com, where you can find the best of the Northwest snack box. Snack locally. That's YummyYeti.com, Y-U-M-M-I-Y-E-T-T-I. Trans women and men say they're real women and men. Uh, and I, you know, vehemently disagree. They're human beings, yes, but they're something different. They're not real women or real men. Now, here's how I'll say, are they real women? I'll use this as an example. Let's say something happened uh, tomorrow and two things happened tomorrow. One, Every naturally born woman on the planet and forevermore becomes unable to have children. And we have, on our technology, somehow gets knocked back to the 1700s. We have trans women still. Tell me, as a smart man, kind of. Fuck you. <laughs> you just can't help yourself. Can I, can't, you? so I can't. I can't. I can't. I had to, I had to do that. Would what would happen to the human race in 200 years? Well, obviously we would die out. Thank you. So they're not real women. End of discussion. End of story. No more debates. No more arguing. It's like all of a sudden now we are in a position that I never thought we would be in. We are arguing facts. Somebody else said that. Uh, I can't remember who was the first person. I, somebody I heard that say that phrase, but it's true. We are in an era of arguing facts that used to stop con. That used to stop arguments. That used to stop disagreements. That used to bring people from one side of the debate to the other. Facts. Now mm-hmm. we argue them. Sorry, trans lady, you're not a real woman. You're not. I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I I don't. Okay, I'll say this. Okay, I right, good. Go. I don't have an issue if you're trans and you want to be called a woman or a man. I have no problem with that. It right, I not, don't either. It doesn't hurt. Doesn't. I have no skin in that game. Mm-hmm. Does not hurt me one bit. Right. Live and let live. Right. But. What? But. If you want to say you are 100% a woman or 100% a man, then why do we have to put trance in front of it? That's another good point. So uh, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, it, 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 you know, I hate it's almost like the same ballpark of that silly argument. Like um, some and I'm not saying all, but only I'm not saying all gay men do this. I'm not saying at all, but only gay men seem to do this. Mm-hmm. The of f- f- uh, the flamboyantly gay men that you know, do this, uh, they'll say, uh, 
you know, I'm more woman than 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 she is. I know, I've heard. Or that or you you know, give me a try because um I'll I'll do things you she could never do. I I, I I'm not into that shit. So no, it's, you're it's a man. Not, it's, I'm not it's, doing that. Yeah. It's not going to it's not going to work for me. So stop with the theatrics. So it's kind of like in that same kind of ballpark for me. Yeah, I have no issue. I have no hate, no issue no. calling you a man, uh, calling you a man if you're trans man or trans woman. But let's let's be let's be real. You can't give birth. No. If you're a trans woman, and you can't produce uh, testosterone on your own if you're a trans man. Right. So just we're only born in two different genders that's it i mean whatever you want to be fine but there's only two yes o- only two exactly and that was my point and there were sometimes i'll be talking to my brother and we realized uh one of our conversations yesterday that even though we're both liberal and i'm a little more liberal than he is um but we sound like conservative republicans sometimes because I can't make sense of some of this stuff, man. I don't see how that girl from Juno, because she cut her titties off, is now a man. It's like, no, you're not. You're a woman who cut her titties off. I don't understand. Why are we arguing this? Why is this a thing? I'm not saying you're not a human being. I'm not calling you any, I'm not calling you names. But you're a human being. Also, the whole pronoun thing, they, them, why not it and that? I don't understand. I'm so confused now, you know? And it's like now, I, from what I've understood, and we can roll this right into John Gruden, queer is all of a sudden a bad, bad word now. But I thought you had a TV show called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Is queer turning into the word like nigga? Only gay people can say it? But we don't have a TV show called Nigga Eye for the Black Guy. I'm so confused. I don't understand where we're going as a society, except that this doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense to me. And no one can explain it to me. We're arguing facts. We're policing people that have done things that aren't criminal, but are stupid. That happened 10, 15, 20 years ago. Why is there not a statute of limitations on do saying dumb shit like John Gruden? There are statute of limitations on crime except for murder. Every other crime has a statute of limitations where they can't prosecute you. We need a statute of limitations on saying and writing dumb shit where they can't cancel you or do anything like that. God, I sound like a, like a Republican right now. Yeah, you do. I know I do. <laughs> and I'm not because I'm not mean, but it's the truth. Why is John Gruden being canceled? I didn't like any of the shit he said. Actually, a couple of things he said I thought was funny, but one of them, he has lips like a, he had rubber lips. I, okay. I, he said he calls people with rubber lips, people that lie a lot. I don't know what that means, but okay, I, I guess. Uh, like Trevor Noah said, black people have big lips. Can you come up with something fresh? A fresh insult, you know, give me something new. I, I maybe I'll get mad, but that's just stupid. So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm so confused. But 
let's let's spiral into John Gruden so we can uh, get the show really really rolling. Yeah, so uh, want to enlighten everyone in case they don't know. John Gruden was the coach of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, formerly the Oakland Raiders, formerly the L.A. Raiders, formerly the Oakland Raiders. Um, and apparently, 10 years ago, he wrote a bunch of emails to some dude. I think his name was Bruce Allen. Yeah, and, well, well the, the emails were over the course of years. Yes, over the course of years. They but started he, 10 years ago, but they had some as recent as uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, and they were... There were thousands of them, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember the facts correctly. Mm -hmm. Um, And they only came out because there was a criminal investigation into whomever the emails were sent to. So to me, it's like all of a sudden now we're losing our privacy completely. If I send you an email, it should stay between you and I. I, The public has no, no reason to look into it. And to deviate just a bit on who John Gruden is, you know, and into something that maybe is more a little more relatable, I was talking to my brother about me. The things I said and wrote to Leroy, if I ever decided, let's say, to run for city council, there's no way. Some of the jokes I put on Facebook, there's no way. I would be screwed in like a two days if they looked up my history. My God, some of the things I've said about Jewish people online. Some of the, some of the shit you've said on this podcast over the I, years. I know. <laughs> and some of it's serious, but most of it's jokingly in, in a joking manner. But anyway, so Gruden did those email things, blah, blah, blah. And he used the word queer. He called Roger Goodell. I believe it was Goodell. Yeah, Roger Goodell, you know, a pussy uh, for drafting that fag. Uh, we'll use the word faggot. I, that's the, I don't like using the word faggot. I like I use fag. I don't know why. I just never like the, the full word. Um, and and Michael Sam. And he said they forced uh, Jeff Fisher to draft him. I never thought they forced him to draft him because Michael Sam was damn near the last pick in the draft. Uh, the guys who were that low of a draft pick never make the team anyway. He didn't make the team. He just got drafted. Mm-hmm. And for for everybody to go to flip out over this, it's ridiculous. It's like Kevin Hart losing his lifelong dream over a 10-year-old joke that where he was the ass of the joke. He was the bad guy in the joke of that of, of, of pushing the two kids down. He was the bad guy. And I watched David Chappelle's special, uh, Closer. Yeah. There was nothing anti-trans about that. You had if you watched it, there was he was actually talking pretty nice about him, and he also had a very sad story that was pretty moving and funny about one of his friends who was trans who died. Oh, committed suicide. Right. So I don't understand. I I don't think John Gruden should have gotten in trouble. I don't think John Gruden should have had to quit his job. I don't believe in any of that because it was old stuff. Let it go, people. And plus, it was private stuff. Are we now going to have to monitor everybody in their house? in their car, at the bar with their friends. I mean, what we say. I mean, is this was this where we're going? Is this where we're going? It seems that way. This is bullshit, man. It's just it's flat bullshit. If I'm in the privacy of my own home and I'm talking to a bunch of buddies and I want to drop insults on whomever, I'm allowed to. I am fucking allowed to. And if you're a white 
supremacist, nigga hating, Jew hating, whoever you are, you want to talk about those people, go ahead. Go ahead. It doesn't affect me. I don't, you're talking, as long as your actions are better than your words, I don't care what you talk about. It's when your actions get in the way. It's when you stop hiring people who are more qualified. It's when you it's, it's when you treat people bad in real life, which is face to face. Now we have a problem. But if you just say something, like I told Antar finally about my disdain for people from India. And I said, <laughs> yeah, and he was like, God damn, you need to see somebody for that. And I was like, I probably yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, it's, I said, I probably it's, do. It's, it's, you, you talk about how white people hate black people, and you it's very hypocritical because I know. some of the stuff you've said, and not on mic, is, is, is a mirror image of what they say about us. Oh, I'm fully aware, Jack. <laughs> I, I, and that's the thing. I'll admit it. I'll fully admit it. I'm not like one of these people who say I don't have a racist bone in my body and lie about it. No, I don't like that those a lot of those people from India. I just don't, particularly the Hindus. That class system... The the, 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 the the way they hate people who are dark-skinned, I can't stand that shit. I can't stand them. I've had so many bad experiences with them that I'm just going to lump them all in. But yeah, that's, that's, that's super, I, I, super. I know. I know. Okay. I know. You, you, you preach to the choir, man. I know it's wrong. Trust okay. me, I know. But it's just the way it is. But here's the thing. My actions would be, if I owned a, a, a Fortune 10 company, and I needed a CFO, and some dude, some Hindu from India was the best qualified, I'm a hire him. If I'm a store manager at Rite Aid, I need a qualified assistant manager, and, a, and somebody, a Hindu from India, was, was the most qualified, I'm a hire him. I, 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 I won't like them outside of work, but inside of work, I'll treat them with the respect I treat everybody else. I won't say anything bad, but I will hire them. That's the difference. You see what I mean? Uh-huh. And I'm not justifying my disdain, but I'm saying my actions, I should be given a little credit for my actions and what I would do. Now, your turn. Well, you said quite a mouthful. I know. I, <laughs> I know. Uh, well, I, I don't hate. Uh, I don't really. I really don't have that kind of hate for anybody really mm -hmm. i mean i have disdain for uh not at least not a race of people not an entire race of people i just don't have that but as far as the uh what's his face the coach mm -hmm. oh i John mean Gruden. just yeah well just last week we talked about a coach that was um going through it because he uh and i saw the video I didn't see the video of uh, what was his name, Urban. Uh, what was his first name? Oh, Urban Meyer. Yeah, the guy uh, getting the lap dance from uh, from the college girls. Yeah, yeah. A lap dance. I know it, it wasn't it, that big. Of a she thing. was like grinding on his knee, and he yeah. actually was covering his crotch with his hands. You could kind of tell that's what he was doing. Yeah, it was it, one. The only person he should be apologizing to is his wife. Yes, exactly. Yes. And uh, uh, the fact that he had to sit there, uh, you know, and uh, the guy is kind of one of those self-righteous types. So yeah, I didn't yeah. mind seeing him getting run through, but he mm -hmm. shouldn't. He shouldn't have had to do it. It's ridiculous that his job was on the line because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking That's ridiculous. Where we're at. 
It's ridiculous. It is. It's ridiculous. You're absolutely right. It's ridiculous. I never thought about it that way, but you're right. He only should have apologized to his wife for embarrassment, and not for what he did, but for what he got caught on video doing. Yeah. Because a lot of us, like every woman I've ever dated and I've been, and, and the one I've married, I've gone to strip clubs. I've got lap dances, but I never did that. That's not cheating. It's sometimes it's what you do in a strip club, bro. And uh, and if I did get caught on camera and it plastered all over the internet and I was famous and somebody, I would have to apologize to my wife or girlfriend. Hey, sorry, I got I was on camera. I know that embarrassed you and all that stuff. I apologize for that. I won't go back. But am I apologizing to everybody else? Fuck no. No. <laughs> Hell no. I'm not apologizing to nobody else for that. That's none of your business. Just watching the, the press conference and seeing like um seeing like reporters asking him yeah. as like get the entire fuck out of here right. I, can't, I was like there's no way but um you know like i said before you know because of how he is i didn't mind it yeah, yeah but <laughs> i was like you know this yeah, cuz if it was one of his one of his players he'd be you know why would you let this happen you know and it was at his restaurant he was a co-owner of that restaurant and yeah it was just silly. It was just super silly. But, uh, you know, like we're in a, like I've said before in other conversations, we're in a weird time. We are. We are in a sea change. We're in the middle of it. Yeah. Like, like you and I were too, we're, we're not young, but we're not, we're too, we're too young to remember segregation and yes. like the shit our parents went through. Mm-hmm. So, but now this new, shift you know i i i truly feel it will eventually write itself because i mean it's 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 some you know it's good that you know people don't feel you know people are being shamed for like (laughs) being overtly racist and shit yeah we need to we need to kill that shit because those days are dead so but but it is kind of an overcorrection like this you sent me an article uh uh I, I thought it was an onion piece, but I read it. I don't think it is of that um, celebrity that says using extraterrestrials as a. Uh... Yeah, that's that's real. That's not fake. That's what, what was Levant- it? What, what... It was uh, that singer De- Debbie Debbie Levanto, whatever her name is. She uh, believes that in, she said they were insulting beings that we're not even sure exist. We're making them feel bad by calling them aliens instead of extraterrestrials. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, it's insane. Or this... um, it's just I don't know. It's just an overcorrection, and we're gonna deal with a lot of stupid shit like this. Well, we are in the eye of the storm on the overcorrection. I mean, I hope you're right. I hope it does correct itself because I never thought I'd say this, but too many people are losing their job over the fucking word police. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous, man. I mean, I'm watching comedians. I never thought it would hit comedians. Their job is to be mean and cross lines. They're trying to make you laugh. And like Dave Chappelle said, sometimes the meanest stuff is the funniest stuff. And and let's be honest. uh, I mean, they are. You you will have those one or two comedians that just suck. Like, um, I forget the guy's name. He used to have a really raspy voice. And he used to do all kinds of racist jokes, 
but they weren't even funny. They were just racist. Mm-hmm. But he's one in a, a you know he's one in a million. Or Michael uh, Richards from from uh, from uh, Seinfeld with his yeah, bigger he, line. He thought yeah. that was funny. Well, no, he was going off because he was being heckled. He didn't know how to deal with it. He because he's not because he's not a stand up. He didn't know how to deal with it, so he just figured name calling how to do it, and it just <laughs> did that didn't work either. It sure didn't. <laughs> but um, like uh, Patrice once said, Patrice O'Neill once said, uh, "We're going to comedians are going to miss every now and again. They're not always." But it's always coming from a place of making you laugh. It's not right. from a place of malice. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people forget that. And, you know, subtly, sub, subtle, subtly, I can't even talk. Well, you're right, subtly. Is, is uh, being subtle is like lost now. It's like a lost art because you can't be subtle anymore or, 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 be satirical without someone trying to make it something. Yeah, or be sarcastic or sardonic. I mean, yeah. sarcasm is a lost art. It's like I—I I was being sarcastic. Are you stupid? Why would you think I meant that? You yeah. know, why would you think that? Have my actions shown you that I mean that? Well, like earlier, you were insinuating that uh, I was dumb because, uh, <laughs> but not, but <laughs> not once that I believe that's no. what you—you you really believe that. No, I knew not. you were joking, mm-hmm. and you know. But if you were famous and I was just some Joe Schmo, like I am, mm-hmm. someone would make an argument that you were punching down, which I fucking hate that punching down, punching up. That is such that a means. I like a lot of comedians. Um, they say like uh, like certain comedians come from a place of um, uh, a power when you're on the stage and you're commanding, mm-hmm. you know, attention. And if you make fun of people, they have to be people above your station. Like you can't just make fun of the common person. That'd be considered punching down if you're on. It is just it's stupid. It's stupid. I don't make those distinctions. I don't care to um, to you know. I, I don't get upset. I remember one time um, I saw this comedian. I forget the comedian's name, but it was at Harvey's. Remember Harvey's? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's still around, but it was it kind is. of like it's still there. It's kind of like uh, the for people who don't know, Harvey's is a comedy club. Portland used to have a lot of comedy clubs, and so now they only have like two or three. Yeah. But Harvey's was considered like um, like helium is top tier, and then Harvey's is like uh, like the farm leagues, like your AAA players. They're yeah. not they can't, they're either on their way up or on their way down. Yeah, and, you don't uh, start at Harvey's, man. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah well, yeah, you kind of. Well, you do if you're, you know, if it's, it's open like, mic it, night. Yeah, but it, it's a through. It's a through way. It's kind yeah. of like, yeah, either you're building an audience or your audience is slowly diminishing. Mm-hmm. You, there's where that weird nexus where the comedians meet. Those di- comedians will meet in different stages of the career. Yeah. Any, anyway, um, there was a comedian there, and uh, he wasn't really funny and a woman got up and left and her and her husband just got up and left and i get it he was he wasn't like he was good he was just awful and uh uh but another woman got up and complained i was like and i remember this is back in like 98 99 mm-hmm. so and i remember thinking then oh come on he's he's not he's trying it's not like 
he said, hey, you in the pink dress, you're this and that. He was just hitting some jokes that he was trying to be blue and they just weren't hitting. He just wasn't good. And yet she's complaining because she's offended. And I remember thinking then how it was so foreign to me and that someone would actually do that. But now it's commonplace. Yeah. Everybody, you, everybody's skin is so thin nowadays. It's just ridiculous, dude. I don't even, I don't even, I don't even know. I, I just get so frustrated with it because I thought, I thought we were tougher than this as a, as a species, as a group. It's like the weak are running the world now. And I don't like it. I don't like the fact that God, I'm a Republican now, apparently. Jesus H. Christ. This is not good. Trump 2024. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, every time I talk about this stuff, I feel like this is that the next thing out of my mouth is going to be MAGA something, <laughs> you know, because I'm so against, I'm so against this, how these fucking liberals think that everything should, should be okay. That if I feel like I'm an Asian man, well, then damn it, you're going to call me an Asian man. You're going to say I'm Asian. No, no, I'm not. That's not even a thing. What if I feel like I'm a tree today? Am I going to put on my application if I find sign for a job? I'm a tree. What's wrong with you people? Where's yeah. the line? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. yeah that, that whole transracial thing, I'm not with at all. Oh. I give that. I mean, like I said before, you know, if you want to be trans, when you know, whatever you are, I'm willing to do that. But if you're like, I, you know, like, what's her face? Um, Bear, uh, what's her name? The woman who thought who led people to believe she was a light skinned black woman. Oh, she, the lady from uh, uh, I want to say it was Spokane, who was the head of the uh, NAACP chapter up there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dolazol. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's not the only one. There's more like her popping up and uh, that have popped up. And I don't, I don't give that any respect. You know, I, I get you. You're you're fascinated with the culture, but you're not that culture. No, no, you're not. You're not. So, so fucking be an ally if you want, but don't try and become it. Uh, there was a couple, a South African couple that went through. Uh, you can look this up. You, uh, South African couple that went through. No, they weren't. They lived in South Africa, but they were Swedish, and. Uh, they were like, oh, we're, we're black now. They went through pigmentation surgery or treatments. And they look like white people that have just been painted dark. She's like her. She's him. The, the husband and wife are both super brown. They're darker than we are, than you and I are. Mm-hmm. But but it's just like they had some kind of pigmentation therapy and their skin is super dark, but they're like, we're, we're African-Americans now. We're Africans now. Cause they live in South Africa. It was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. It's like, I'm looking it up. Trans do you, do you, it's trending on, on Twitter. I don't know. What were you going to ask me? I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was just like, I want, how do you, hate your own race so much yeah. or you're so infatuated with another race you just want to become that race it's like yeah. a mental illness it is a mental illness and it's one of the reasons why i've always thought that and this is going to sound really odd but it's the truth i've always thought that 
that particularly Japanese people are struggling for an identity. Because if you look, there are sects of people in Japan that don't want to be Japanese but want to be black. And they'll dress black, they'll, 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 they'll dread their hair, they'll go in tanning salons and darken their skin, everything. Then you'll look at another sect and they want to be white. They'll, they'll, they'll have that eye-opening surgery, they'll go blonde, they'll stay out of the sun to get as light as possible. Some of them, you can't even tell they're Asian anymore after all the surgeries they have. And it's like, it's also like people, and I knew a couple guys in high school like this, and I really laid into them a few times. And surprisingly, I still talk to them to this day. Um, dudes, black dudes who, who, who would, and a couple white dudes who would only date white girls or black girls. I'm like, how do you dislike your own women that much to where you won't date one of them? That doesn't make, that doesn't make no sense to me. Love is love. Trust me, I know. I've dated Palestinian, I've dated Asian, I've dated black, I've dated white, I've dated mixed, I've dated everything. French, all that shit. So, you know, I did whatever woman catches my fancy when I was young at that moment in time is what is what I went for. I never excluded nobody. But some people I knew openly excluded their own. That looked at like I would never. One dude said, I'd never date a white woman. Big old white boy named Chris Rutherford said, I'd never date a white woman. Like, what? Why? Because I don't like them. Like, Do you have a problem with your mom? Said, well, I hate my mom. I was like, well, there, there's that. And so let's not, let's not dive into that. I knew that was part of the problem with him. Yeah. But let's not dive into that. And he was like, okay. I was like, so what is it? He's like, I don't know, man. I just think black women treat me better. They're nicer. It's kind of like a old boy on uh, The Comedian. He's uh, like black women like me. I was like, look, man, I know. Oh, black are you talking about like uh, talking about David Owens? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Owens. Yeah, that Owens. Guy. Oh, no, not David. Uh, it's yeah. not David. G- Gary. Gary Owens. Gary. That's it. Yeah. Well, he, like, he, white he, girls liked you, dude. You just didn't like the ones that liked you. So stop, stop it, dude. Well, stop. yeah, that's 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 fair. But the thing I'll give him is that he doesn't try and change himself. He's still the dorky white dude he's always been. Yeah. He just likes black women. So he's not trying to assimilate. Mm-hmm. He's just himself. So I give I don't have an issue with that. My issue is with people who are just only this and this is the only like I even have a problem with white women that will not date anyone but black dudes. I hate now, that too. Yeah. It, it, because it it's like it I, I get I was like, you know what, I appreciate you are fascinated with us. But it feels a little too fetishistic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're I, right. I, f- I feel fetishized because mm-hmm. I've been with women that were like that, and I was like, <laughs> at the risk of sounding weak, <laughs> it's fucking, it's kind of creepy. It's kind of like, okay, this is, this isn't like you're interested in me. And in fact, I think I don't even have to be me. I could be any black dude, as long as they're a black dude. That's what yep. you want, and it's not a cool feeling, to be honest. I'm sure. I mean, not. it's fun in the moment, but once once the dust settles and everyone's fluids have left them, you feel kind of you feel kind of dirty. <laughs> oh, you I'm feel sure kind of dirty. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's kind of like in the '80s and '90s. I always had a problem with uh, Asian women because they only dated white men. And if you looked at some of the things they talked, I mean, my dad and I had the long conversations about that, where it's like it was so bad that I saw this one Asian lady who was just, she was like a nine. She was with this this white dude who was like a point two. 
<laughs> and all I kept thinking is it's only because he's white. And I knew some Asian women, and I asked a couple of them. I was like, yeah, I would never date a black guy. And I was like, so if a black dude looked like whoever was the best looking black dude at the time, movie star, or some ditch digger, white dude who was fat and ate his boogers, who would you date? Probably the white dude. You know, because they looked at it, they fetishized the white dude because it's a step up. It's like how some black athletes, once they make it, they marry a white woman. It's a step up. Still, to this day, a lot well, of them see that. That's the strength of classism. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I and, can't stand it. I can't. I hate and, it. you know, I've dated outside my race uh, a lot, and I'm currently out dating outside my race, but... um. I, 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 you know, I love black women. In fact, I was in my searching for, uh, you know, just hanging out and reconnecting with people after the divorce. I, uh, you know, date some black, now in my adult life later in life, uh, black women are coming my way. But I think honestly, it's because, you know, let's be honest, I'm older. Uh, they're older. Mm-hmm. And, Options are less now. They don't, <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to find a dude my age that is gainfully employed and checks all the boxes. Doesn't have but, a bunch of baby mamas. You yeah, know? I don't. Yeah, I don't have a bunch of baby mamas. Uh, you know, I, I don't. Uh, you know, I've never been to jail. A week in a jail once, but that was twenty-five years ago. <laughs> but um, oh, actually, thirty-five. 30 years ago. Yeah, and but, I know the story, uh, and that really doesn't count. You, it doesn't really count. You know, what are you in for? Uh, littering. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't count, bro. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. But um, uh, a lot of times, you know, and I think that just comes with age, because a lot of times, you, you know, back when I was trying to trying to hook up, you know, when I was, you know, late teens, early 20s, I always, we, we, I'm not going to touch on the topic again, but I wasn't black enough. Oh, yeah. You know, know, that, that, that bullshit. But, um, you know, now, you know, you know, when the guy they were chasing is in prison now mm-hmm. or, uh, can't hold a job or has 15 kids from 14 different women. Right. Yeah. Now, now I'm not too bad. I'm not so bad. You know, mm-hmm. I'm stable, you know, <laughs> dependable, reliable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your child actually likes you. Yeah. <laughs> Loves me, actually. I'd even yeah. go as far to say loves me. Yeah, actually, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that's what I mean. So it, 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 it's, it's ridiculous, man. And the only thing that saved me with a lot of these ghetto women that I grew up with that, that said, you know, well, you know, you sound white was because I could fight. I, I had a horrible temper. I could play sports and I was smart. And that kind of got me a pass uh-huh. you know, for the way I talk. All those things kind of went, well... Yeah, right. you know, I mean, I know he talks a little weird, but he's okay. You know, I, I got some of it, but I didn't get a lot of it because really mainly because of those first two that I could fight and I had a temper. You know, <laughs> like, well, he, he, he can be niggerish when he needs to be. You know, so I was like, I can be when I have to be. And plus all of the gang members that were around at the time, they didn't punk me. You know, so I could speak how I spoke with a lot of places and be fine. But you could still see their eyes kind of go, you sure you got a white black guy? You sure? As I'm reading my comic book, talking about how I'll roll this up and stick it up your punk ass, you keep fucking with me. 
you yeah. know, kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right, let's shift gears. Uh, we're gonna stay in race, but we're. Um, I read an article yesterday, uh, last night at work, that okay. uh, the Rolling Stones are on tour again, even though their drummer died. Uh, they got a replacement. Yeah. And uh, well, their their tours are juggernauts. I mean, it's it's like oh, let's go play the hits, maybe throw in a couple new songs or newish songs, and let's make a hundred million dollars over the summer. You know, <laughs> just I know you, you I would know. do it too. I mean, I'm not going, but I know a lot of people are. Yeah, fuck that too. They're like a hundred years old apiece. I'm not going to that <laughs> unless it's to possibly see Mick Jagger die on stage. Now that would be interesting to be a witness to. But but um. Rolling Stones uh, pulled a song from their playlist. Now, a song that they've been playing since they've been a band, since the song came out, it's been part of their lineup. But mm-hmm. they recently took out Brown Sugar. And yeah. they asked, yeah, the song Brown Sugar. Now, uh, I didn't, I knew the song was about black women. And I know they aren't like racist, or at least. At least, at least not overtly. Not that I can see. But Keith Richards was asked why they took it out. And he said, well, the song is 50 years old. We might bring it back. But it's, it, it, it's problematic these days. Kind of mm-hmm. back, kind of circling back to cancel culture. And they don't want to, they don't want, the song isn't about what, the, the song isn't a pro-slavery song, but it's about, it's basically, I mean, I'm looking at the lyrics. It's basically about uh, s- slave masters sleeping with the black women. Like, you want to, you, you hate them and, and you call them this and you treat them poorly, but yet you still want to sleep with them. What is that? What yeah. is that? You know? And uh, I mean, the lyrics, that's clearly what it's about. But, um, but, you know, some of the, you know, this song is literally 50 years old. So some of the vernacular may seem a little harsh now, but it's coming from a place of, uh, not from a place of malice. It's an anti-slavery song, anti-racist uh, song, but, okay, uh, Gold Coast slave ship bound for cotton fields, sold in the market down in New Orleans. That's the very first, I, I've heard that, I don't know how many times in my life, but never really listened to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. A sky dog slaver knows he's doing all right. Hear him whip the women just around midnight. Brown sugar, how come you taste so good? Brown sugar, just like a young girl should. Drums beating cold, English blood, English blood runs hot. Lady of the house, wondering when she's going to stop. Wondering when it's going to stop. It's basically about the, the predicament that black women were in during slave times. And... uh but yeah, I see why these lyrics would be a little problematic these days. Yeah, I'm reading the article uh, on Yahoo where Pierce Morgan is talking about the uh, Mick Jagger needs to grow a pair and keep singing the song. It's like, dude, if he wants to drop the song, why are you fussing, man? He's been singing the song for 50 years. Yeah, I don't, said, I don't like, understand. How come you? How come you dance so good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like. A black girl should, yeah, yeah, woo. I mean, it's like I'm sure he was singing it, and it was like, man, 2020, 
I don't know. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. just pull. It, it sounded cool 45 years ago. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's the funny thing. There's a guy on TikTok who does uh, lyrics from music. And, buddy, when you listen to some of these, when you actually listen to the lyrics of some of these songs you like, you're like, uh, I didn't know that was what this song was about. I didn't know that was in the song. Like, you listen to the lyrics from Janet Jackson's song, If. Woo! That's 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 a that's a that's a deep ass song, boy, about oral sex, and I didn't realize that's what it was. I I never listened to lyrics, man. Stephanie always said I had a problem with uh, with lyrics. She's like, you don't listen to the lyrics, Martel. These songs aren't what you think they are. It's like I literally you just listen to the beat. I, the only lyrics I ever listened to were rap lyrics, you know, not anything else, just rap lyrics. So Brown Sugar. I'd have to read the lyrics and go, oh, that's uh, kind of offensive. I'm All not right. sure if you well, be this song. How about a song that to this day is sang in baseball games? Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Now, the, 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 you know, people don't know, it's Neil Diamond's song. But this song is about a child. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, it's like listening to Ted Nugent. What is it? Is, is, where is, is it, it where actually it be- Cat Scratch Fever? Oh yeah, but Ted Nugent was a known pedophile. Fuck him. Yeah, I know. He I tried know. to marry a thirteen. Oh, he did. He married a fourteen-year-old. He got her parents' consent. He's a piece of shit. Fuck Ted Nugent. Him and fuck uh, Jer- him. Jerry Lee Lewis. Both of them. Fuck him all the way. Yeah. I mean, he. I remember when I when I saw Kiss for the first time. Uh, you know, when they got back together, their first reunion tour back in two thousand one. <laughs> wow. And. Uh, I went with my buddy Eric, and Nugent was the opener. He was the middle act, actually, and uh, and I, I was I wasn't I wouldn't call myself a, uh, a Nugent fan, but you know the guy can't play his ass off. He can't play guitar like a motherfucker. I'll give him that. I mean, the guy is fucking stellar, but uh, he's a piece of shit. Yes, he's he a piece. Is. He's a talented piece of shit. <laughs> and um, uh, he started going on a tirade at the time. Clinton was on his way out and Bush too was was uh, going to was running for you know was going was going into running it was right around election time. Yeah, W. Yeah, and um and uh, he was like, "Oh, uh he went on a tirade about Clinton and Jesse Jackson and he's like, "My president's Charleston Heston." And he was just going off and the crowd was like pockets of the crowd were like cheering and other pockets of the crowd were like what the fuck is this <laughs> and and uh and i remember my buddy eric leaned in and he goes he, <laughs> he was very theatrical but he's like sniffing he's like you can almost smell the crosses burning <laughs> right yeah oh. he was a big he's a big trump supporter too it's like god oh, you're yeah. a horrible person you don't you don't get to tell anybody about morality ted nobody so be quiet you and r kelly need to go somewhere and sit down and discuss your pedophile ways how about that oh fuck him dude anyway i just so i i I don't know man this this just this whole thing is just awful to me but whatever yeah um uh, another cringy lyrics uh oh what god damn it where is it i had uh Oh, where, 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 where? Oh, these are all newer songs. 
But uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of. Uh, I think the Rolling Stones they they made the right call pulling it. If they want, if they don't want to do, I mean, they decided to pull it before it became a problem because it just became aware. They became aware that it was a problematic song, even though it didn't come from uh, a place of malice. It could easily be misconstrued, yeah. easily. Right, and it's their song. Oh, or their cover. I'm pure to cover song. No, Brown Sugar is theirs. They actually wrote that song because I know a lot of the songs, the Rolling Stones, some a lot of their hits were covers. Not a ton of them. Probably thirty percent of their songs that were. No, no. Covers. Brown Sugar was written by uh, by Mick Jagger, I believe. Let me look Jagger it up. Thought, so Jagger thought nothing of the lyrics as he was writing that down, huh? Fifty years ago, I don't. I, I mean, I believe I believe you sent me something on Instagram that had lyrics, and when you hear the lyrics, it was sounded like a guy wanting to put your time. Oh, it was Father Figure, the song Father yes. Figure. Oh, right, I did. Yeah, Father Figure. Yeah, that's an awful song. <laughs> yeah, that's an awful song, dude. It's I like, never, I never. When you sent me that, I never really. I like, I like, I like some of George Michael's stuff. I own some of his stuff, but I've never listened to Father Figure like that. And when they broke down the lyrics, like, are we? What are we talking about here? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Father you, Figure. <laughs> yeah, and you wrote this down, George. Didn't you think about what you're writing? Before, while you're writing and go, you know, I don't know if I should make this a lyric or not. Uh, but he just wrote it, and it's like maybe he thought that if he sang it right, no one would pay attention to it, you know, because it's been what 30 years, and just now one guy decides to listen to it, and now it's kind of kind of sort of controversial. Most music is controversial if you actually listen to it. Rappers are the only ones that get in trouble because their lyrics are just blunt. You know, nigga, nigga, bitch, bitch, fuck, fuck, pussy, titty. You know, it's it's <laughs> blunt stuff. It just is. It's blunt. R&B, have... rock and roll, blues. It's all the same shit, but it's really subtle. I mean, really subtle. Oh, uh, subtle. Sometimes. I mean, sometimes. my dingaling, my dingaling from Chuck Berry. That's a seventy-year-old song almost, and yeah, you know, it was about his dick. Oh, yeah. Well, but, Chuck Berry uh, wasn't a very nice, good person either. <laughs> he was pretty terrible. Yeah, he's a terrible uh, man. So he, he liked to pee on people. Sometimes oh, I know. Uh, is that where R. Kelly got it from? I don't know, but he liked it. That was like his thing. He liked to pee on people, and he owned a chain of restaurants where he would like to periodically visit, you know, and drop in. He's a celebrity, and you're at a restaurant celebrity owns. But he also had special. Uh, drilled holes and and two way mirrors in the women's restroom so he could yeah. watch them pee. Of course. Um, by the way, Brown Sugar was wrote by the Rolling Stones, so it was not a cover. Uh, I'm still stuck on Barry and the peeing shit. So many dudes. It's like, how was that? A Have you seen the video? There's a video of Chuck Berry. It's like old old sex video. I'm sure you can find it online of Chuck Berry. Ah, uh, you know you want to. <laughs> if I if I if I've sent you the link, you'd click it. <laughs> Chuck Berry peeing on this lady's poor woman, <laughs> but she is a woman. She wasn't a kid like R. Kelly. She was a grown ass woman <laughs> who wanted to be peed on apparently because it was pretty. Uh, it looked pretty consensual to me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to have that in my head about Chuck Berry. Sorry, I 
I just all I want to see. Godfather of rock and roll. You don't want to see him pee on somebody? What's nope. wrong with you? What's no, wrong no. with you, Marcel? Yep. Nope. Don't need that. Don't need that dirty enough the image I have of Chuck Berry. Well, that's just prudish, if you ask me. So <laughs> oh, um, I meant to tell you this is kind of this is way off the subject, but oh, this I is never, fine. I'm ready to move on from this dark, yeah. this race heavy episode we got today. I didn't get the chance to watch Squids. I think it's what it's called. Squid Game. Squid Game. I was stuck on, I got a surprise on Friday, a very beautiful surprise. The Blacklist Season 8 came out on Netflix. It was so beautiful. Oh, it just came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, Blacklist! Ah! So, <laughs> so you've been mainlining that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I watched all 22 episodes in a day and a half. Dude! Yeah, I couldn't help myself, man. That's why I just, I've been waiting so long to see it. I knew what was going to happen. What the hell? Yeah, I couldn't stop myself, dude. I just, that first day, I watched 12 episodes without even sleeping. And I was like, I gotta get some sleep. (laughs) And I laid down for like three hours and I kept waking up thinking that more time had gone by so I could like justify turning it back on. And I did it with like another six hours. I was like, okay, fuck it. Went upstairs, started playing my video games, but the whole time, like, last year so i gotta watch the last year so i played destiny for about an hour maybe two got something to eat i laid down and i was like okay i gotta turn it back on and then i watched the rest of it and it was worth it man i i i don't know what it is about that show but god damn i am hooked on it i cannot wait for season nine i i, I i'm hooked it's the it's it's probably the best show i've ever seen I, i'm hooked and we still don't know who Raymond Reddington is. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, uh, you've told me about it. It's I, I started to watch it and then I got distracted. It's still in my queue. I will watch it because you're not the you're 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 not the only person that's been waxes poetically about it. So I, I feel I should check it out, but I just oh, haven't so... gotten to it yet. You know what? There's so much good TV out there. It, as much as I'm a film fanatic till I die. The TV is really kicking, really giving them a run for the money the last few years. It's just so oh, much, yeah. so much good shit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say a few things I'd like you to check out. Uh, next week is going to be a movie heavy episode, folks, because I'm seeing a lot of movies this week. Um, the new Halloween comes out, the new Bonds out. Um, I'm finishing a, a couple of movies online, uh, online, on Netflix and, and, um, and, um, Shutter, I'm checking out that I will mm. review, and uh, so it's going to be a heavy, a movie heavy episode next week. But I'm going to drop, uh, just tell you a few things you should check out because I All want right. you, to, I would like to talk about it next week if you do, especially um, uh, uh, one of them. Um, and then I got to go because I got, I got to, I have to eat something because my blood sugar is super low, and I got to, and I got to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And it's yeah, it's kind of late. And I gotta edit this. Um, the movies that made us season three just came out, and it covers. I don't know if you ever watched the movies that made us. I, I know what you're talking about. I haven't gotten a chance to watch them yet, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh my god, dude, they're so good. They they talk about all the movies and shit that we talk about, mm. but they break it down. It's like they're mini documentaries, and they talk about and they're not about the making of it, about like the the politics of it, what it did uh, socially. Uh, Weird stuff you never would have known about it. it. 
But uh, season three just came out, and they're doing, uh, since it's October, they're doing Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Robocop, Aliens, and Coming to America. Oh, and Nightmare Before Christmas and Elf. Uh, season two did Back to the Future, Pretty Woman, Jurassic Park, Forrest Gump, Home Alone, Dirty Dancing. Oh, it's like with Dirty Dancing was a really interesting one because Patrick Swayze and uh, what's her name? Um, Jennifer Grey. They didn't like each other. They did not like each other. In yeah. fact, you couldn't, you couldn't tell. There's old and you could not tell. They're both excellent actors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they did not like each other. In fact, um, uh, Swayze was really put off that she took the job and didn't really know how to dance that well because he he came from a dancing background. That's right, he did, didn't he? I keep and, forgetting that. Yeah. And uh, he was like, she can't, this bitch, he says it, I mean, there's footage, there's like home video footage from one of the producers and it never it was never on a DVD uh, special feature. None of You'll get a lot of shit like that on this show. Oh, the okay. movies. But he was like, this bitch can't do any of the moves. This, what am I? What am I supposed to do? I mean, he's like, oh, goddamn, Swayze, calm down, dude. Yeah, settle the fuck <laughs> down, dude. Um, Oat Studios. Oat Studios is that's the name of it. O A T S Studios mm-hmm. is uh, Neil Blomkamp. Uh, like he's uh, uh um the, the 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 alien movie in South Africa, right? Yeah, um, he did that. He did uh, Elysium. He did um, he yes, did Elysium. Uh, that's, he, that's yeah. not the one I'm thinking of, but what's the alien movie from South Africa? Oh, you're movie? talking about uh, District 9. District 9, that's it. Okay. He's he's a great. He's great. He was supposed to do the next Aliens movie, and he got Sigourney Weaver and and um uh what's his name? Hutch to, to come back, but the studio. Michael Bean? Yeah. Not Michael Bean. Uh yeah, Michael Yeah, Michael Bean. Yeah, Michael Bean. You're right, you're right. Yeah. To come back and uh but the studio didn't pony up they were too busy trying to make shitty versions of of that movie with uh what's his name and you know we got instead we got um charles dutton <laughs> no 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 we nah, that wasn't yeah that have, there's so many reasons why that was bad it shouldn't have been for what happened the studio the studio fucked and made that a bad movie but now i'm talking about um uh, what's his name? Um, you talking about the one with Winona Ryder, where uh, the alien got sucked through the hole in the, no, no. When they the went ship. to the planet with Michael Fassbender, the the latest. One. Oh, um, uh, oh God, it begins with a P. I can't think of it. Prometheus. That's it. Prometheus. Yeah, we got Prometheus. that instead, instead of what Neil wanted to do. So anyway, Oat Studios is really kind of a um, they're shorts, but they're kind of unfinished ideas he's like he had a bunch of ideas for 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 films and instead of he's trying to build his own movie studio so instead of of making a full movie he made these shorts mm-hmm. and vignettes and dude it's super fucking interesting there's only 10 of them i think the longest one is 26 minutes the shortest one is is like six minutes or four minutes it's really good. Check it out. Oat Studios. Okay. So they sound like um, that studio we used you and I uh, love from the uh, from the nineties that did the Puppet Masters. Um, I can't remember the name of that studio, but they uh, they had some really great movies. Oh yeah, I know. What you're talking. Oh yeah, what was the name of that studio? Yeah, I love. I I worshipped that studio for about eight or nine years. Everything they put out, I watched, and I can't remember the name of the studio for the life of me. I'm gonna have to look that up later. It's gonna bug me if I don't. Yeah. Um, another thing um, I want you to check out. He has old studios, the movies that made us. Um, 
Oh, uh, Eloise and I started to watch it. You don't, I don't watch, you don't have to watch it. It's something I want to say. Uh, they had like a Halloween thing, Escape the Undertaker. It's an interactive Yeah. <laughs> it was, Elvis is like, oh, she loves all the interactive stuff. She's like, oh, let's watch it. About 10 minutes in, I was done with it. And, and, and then like three minutes after, I was in my head like, oh, fuck this. She's like, do we have to finish this? I'm like, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> it was fucking garbage. It's not fun at all. Um. Oh, what was the other thing I wanted you to check out? Well, I wanted you to check out uh, Squid Game. I watched Squid Game. I love Squid Game. There's actually, oh man, it is is a really good movie, a really good series. Full Moon and, Productions. Full Moon. There we go. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, God, Full Moon. Yeah, but um, awesome. Uh, Squid Game. It do they actually have a couple episodes that'll just rip your heart out? I was like. Oh god, that's rough. That is fucking rough. But check it out. Um, next week, folks, we're gonna have a movie heavy episode. Like I said before, I got to go. I gotta get a bite. See you next week. All right, peace. <laughs>